This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah, na'hamduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiru wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalahu. وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلام عليه تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فإن خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محتثاتها وكل محتثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار I want to talk to three categories of our shabab today inshallah now that they are going back to school most of our babies are in school right now a new school year and we're hoping and we're praying to Allah as parents and people who are responsible for them that inshallah they're going to matriculate this year and they're going to do better than they did last year. And they're not going to be a cause of sorrow and embarrassment upon us as parents because most of our children, alhamdulillah, they have the ability to excel academically. But no doubt, there are a lot of tahadiyat, a lot of challenges. Wallahi, I had the ability to do the schoolwork that they gave me back in America. But coming from the inner city, having parents who were not educated, Parents who were not after me, where's your homework, what are you doing? All of those things helped for me not to be a student that reached my all. So our kids have a lot of challenges. But we're asking Allah that they switch on that light and they realize before it gets too late, you youngsters, that this education is a key, inshallah, for you. It's a key for you and your future. So stop wasting and squandering this opportunity. I want to use as the basis of this khutbah something that I saw on the internet and I posted it this morning on my Facebook. There's a story about a man from Afghanistan. And he gave me an opportunity to say something about Afghanistan now that my turn for the khutbah has come. And I want to take this opportunity on this blessed minbar, inshallah, this blessed masjid, amongst the people of Barakah to ask Allah by his ism al-a'zam to help the Afghan people to, inshallah, practice this religion correctly. And we ask Allah to give them success. 40 years of carnage and murder and rape, pillaging their resources. And now a group of people have come and now they have the istiqrar and they have the reins of power. I'm going to sit here and stand here and say from this member, the people from this masjid, we make dua for the success of our brothers and sisters of Afghanistan. After all of that stuff that they had to go through after 40 years. And we don't, we can't say ameen and make dua for that. So I ask Allah Ta'ala on this blessed day of Juma to give them the tawfiq inshallah that they need in order to make their community stable once again. The other issue, Ikhwani, is the man that I saw used to be a minister in the previous Afghani government. He was the minister of education. So he left the country and he went to Germany. 
And now he's seeking asylum in Germany. What caused me to post his story was from being a minister of communication, the man is now riding a bicycle delivering food like Uber Eats. Not in a car, in a bike. And he's delivering food every time someone uses the application that they want him to bring some food to to them. So he was talking about how when he was a minister, he wasn't trying to steal the money as it is in the Muslim countries. When you become a minister, when your party wins, it is a green card, carte blanche, steal all the money and leave the country with tens of thousands, millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. That's how it is in the Muslim world. That's how it is in Africa. And that's how it is in Europe as well. But they call it white collar crime. This man, he wasn't embarrassed that he was riding a bike and his job was Uber Eats, bringing people pizza and chicken. After once being in a minister in the previous government, he said in that government, I didn't steal. And in that government, I used to serve the Muslims in the community. He said, right now, I'm still serving the community. And the man was riding his bike and talking with his head up and his back straight with Ezza. Not arrogance with Ezza. So I was inspired by that story. I don't know his background. I don't know his politics. And that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about and what I'm addressing is that youngster from our community. Listen to this hadith. This hadith is not authentic. It's fabricated. It's very weak. But it has some truth to it. They said that the Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ash-Shabaab Shu'batun, Shu'batun min al-Junoon. Another narration said, Ittaqu Shabab, for in the Shabab Junoon. The weak hadith that's attributed to Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Being young and youngsters is like a branch of being crazy. Majnoon, because young people, the way they think, I don't know about you, but as a parent, I look at my sons and I look at my daughters, but especially my sons, and I see the way they move, and I see the way they think, or the way they don't think, and I scratch my head and I say, was I that bad when I was that young? Was I that dumb when I was that young? That all I have to do is simple things and I won't have problems, but they can't do those simple things unless you tell them. I call my mother because I swear I don't remember being like that. Hustling backwards, being stuck on stupid, not being able to process things without being told you can't process it. Hey, Ma, was I like that when I was young? She said, yes, you were worse than that. So now as a parent, I have to remember that. I have to put that in perspective. It's easy for me having my personality, being the father. It's easy for me to jump on them, put the blame on them. But now the tables have been turned. And I'm in the position where I have to be ultra super sabir with my children. So the message to my children, to your children, to my wife's nephews. You know, the kid has a degree, a master's degree. And he wants to learn and he wants to do in the future now. He wants to put computer programs together but the market out there there's no jobs but he won't take a job doing uber eats i told him get a job man you're 22 25 30 years old get up and get a job man 
You know what he told me? He told me I'm above work and I want to just work in my field. I said, you better go and get a job at Burger King or at McDonald's. He wasn't trying to be funny. He said their meat is not halal. I told him, don't give me that. Meat is not halal. You show me a Muslim sitting in this masjid where his job is 100% halal from the top to the bottom. In this masjid, they pay people with an invoice. People work. The masjid has to be, has to be clear. Transparency. That's why we post how much money we get from you. That's why we let the government know who's getting what. We don't play around with that money. So when the people in this masjid get paid, the money goes direct to the account in the bank. So if it's going to the bank, the system of capitalism is that Reba is going to touch everybody's money. So does that mean what? It means I can't give the khutbah here? We can't work in the masjid? The Prophet told us, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Saddidu wa qaribu. Do the best that you can. Get a job that is as halal as possible. Do the best that you can to hit the bullseye. Don't close your eyes and shoot. Don't do like that. Take precautions and aim. You may hit it, you may not hit it. But get as close to it as possible. So if the ex-minister of communication in Afghanistan can get a job with Uber Eats, why you can't get a job? Until, inshallah, Allah opens up a way for you in your field. So we want to talk to these people. What's wrong with you? 22, 23, 25 and you're not working and in addition to that listen to this dynamic your dad is not on the scene your father's not helping your mother that's your stepfather helping your mother why does your stepfather or your stepmother have to do all of those efforts while you sit on your backside dreaming I want to support every youngster in his dreams especially my kids my kid told me, Abby, you know this game snooker? I like snooker, mashallah. They make it a lot of money. People play snooker. I want to be like the best snooker player, but it's going to take me eight hours every day to put the time in, in the snooker club. Okay, man, that's all right. Good. There's, a, there, there's no problem. I want to help you realize your dreams as your father, as your uncle. But what you need to do is go to Green Lane Masjid, Use your intellect, come up with some kind of program where Muslims are going to support you while you're learning that. Because while I'm paying the bills, you're not going to be in no snooker hall for eight hours. Not while I'm paying these bills. So we want to give you an opportunity to assume your dreams. We want that. Make the tahqiq of your dreams. But not like that. So the kid, he's a, he's a graphics designer. Master's degree. Graphic designer, and he wants to design computer games. A lot of money in that. And he's really good at playing computer games. He wants to sit all day playing computer games so he can master the game so that at the end of the year, he can, he, he can get in the competition to win a million dollars. What are you talking about, brother? What are you talking about? That's what that hadith, although it's not true, the meaning is true to a degree. And this is why the Prophet said in authentic hadith, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when he talked about the khawarij, he said that they were hudathal asnan, sufahal ahlan. The khawarij are people very young in the way they think. They're very young, immature, and they have crazy dreams. 
if you sat to really look at and analyze the dream and what they're saying, you'll say, what's wrong with you? You need to check your head. Get your understanding checked. So we want to make it crystal clear to the community members here. Our young brothers who are in their early 20s, mid-20s, late 20s, that individual's in his early 30s, and you haven't worked a day in your life. And I have to mention this. Five years I was in Liverpool. Corona, locked it down. Now I'm in Leeds. We've met in this masjid and the masjids around the world. Our community member who, they need help. He needs sadaqah. No problem. Needs sadaqah. The money of the masjid is the money of the Muslims. But why is it that there are those people who, every time they need, not just from the masjid, but their hand is always on the bottom saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. The masjid will give you, but why don't you take some time out on your own to clean around the masjid? Why don't you come before asking to come? And you say, what can I do? When I was in Liverpool, this soccer player from Senegal, Sadio Mane, that man is making I don't know how much money a month. 300,000 pounds a month, 200,000 pounds a month. When his salary went up, he wanted to thank Allah. In Liverpool, the man comes after Salat al-Asr in order to clean the hammam. Shukran lillahi. And he didn't want people to know that. Now, after that, he gave the masjid 20,000 pounds. So he's giving and he's helping. And he's coming and he's cleaning. So it's one of us. All we want is gimme, gimme, gimme. So we come up with a good plan. Instead of me just giving money, I know that statement. It's better to teach a man how to fish than to give him fish all the time. Teach a man how to fish. Hey, brother, listen. We have a job for you. Come and clean up the backyard of so-and-so's house. Come and help and mow the lawn. Come and do the trees. Oh, I got a headache. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, I can't do that job. No. We say no, no, no. I'm speaking on behalf of every stepfather in this mischief. If you have, if you have someone who's married to your mother, he's not your father. Someone's married to your, your father and she's not your mother. As a youngster, don't be one of those people who you, you just can't figure things out on your own. Your stepdad doesn't want to pay the bills like that while you're doing nothing. Now, if you're going to school, if you're helping a mother, if you're being kind to your siblings, if you're coming to the masjid, if you're pulling your weight, then he's going to say, okay, no problem, inshallah. And if he doesn't and he gives you a hard time, you let us know. And then the khutbah will be for the stepdads who are problematic. For the stepmothers who are problematic. Because we have them. Stepdad hates his wife's kids. You chose to marry that girl? Her kids come with the package. So that's the first group of people in this community. Second group, very quickly, Akhwani, our youngsters who now are going back to school. So with sincerity, the kid is thinking, I want to discontinue my education in the university. With sincerity. He's not weaponizing the religion, using the religion as a weapon. That's what some people do. Taking the statements of the Salaf out of context. The Salaf didn't sit with innovators. So now they don't want to sit with you, so they call you an innovator. And yet his mother is an innovator, his father is an innovator, uncles, aunties, all innovators. What, he can't sit with them? That's not what the Salaf were talking about. 
Don't weaponize the religion. I'm married. I say to my wife, I'm the imam. I'm the boss. You better let... And I weaponize the religion? The cancel culture of 2021. People use this religion to cancel other messages, cancel people. This young person, boy and girl, they have sincerity. I don't want to study in the university because I'm mixing with other girls and it's fitna. I don't want to study in the university anymore because the teacher is a woman and I have to lower my gaze. I don't want to study in the university anymore because sometimes we have to do experiments and they pair me with other girls. Four girls and I'm the only boy and I don't want this anymore. And it's haram, haram, haram. I don't want the university because it's riba. I'm going to tell you, riba is haram. And it's from the major sins. Ikhtilat and mixing, haram. And it's from the major sins. But Allah Azawajal will put something on a person where it's haram, but due to being compelled and forced, he has to be in that situation. That man from Afghanistan has been forced. Stop being a minister. Go ride that bicycle. The winds of the world don't blow according to your desires of mine. The qadr of Allah comes according to the hikmah of Allah. You have to get with the program. So for those sincere brothers and sisters, listen, you young people, and I'm done, inshallah. Listen to me. You have to ask those people who know. Don't make these big decisions on your own. Just stop going to the university. Your moms, your pops think you're going every day, but you don't go, you make a detour, and then at the, at the end of the year, they'll get a letter that you've been suspended from the, don't make that decision by yourself. It's in a manner from your parents that they expect you to go to the university. It is permissible in this religion. If Allah told someone to do something or told someone not to do something and they didn't have the ability to stay out of that haram, they didn't have the ability to do that thing that is wajib, Allah forgives you. Prophet Muhammad says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in Allah, tajawuz an ummati al khata, when nisyan wa mastukrihu alayhi. Allah has forgiven my ummah when they do things that are haram and they're compelled, they're forced. So during the time of the Prophet some of the kuffar, the munafiqun, they say they were Muslims, they were forcing the Muslim girls who were slaves to them to commit fornication. Allah said he was ghafur rahim to them. A person in our community, he may be forced to eat pig. He may be forced to eat what's not halal. That's his situation. Brand spanking new Muslim who used to hang out across the street in Morrison became a Muslim now. His situation is difficult. He's trying to get in where he fits in. Eats whatever can come to him. Why? Because that's his situation. Inshallah, Allah overlooks when people fall into those issues. Even if a person fell into kufr, he was afraid for his life, for her life. And they said something or did something to push off of themselves harm. Islam has allowed that. So we want to say to those brothers and sisters, continue to go to the university. And remember, whoever... Depends on Allah wa man yatawakkal ala Allah fa huwa hasbu. Anybody who depends on Allah, Allah help you with a way out. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa nas'alu Allah at-tawfiq wa sadaq. Alhamdulillah hamdan kathiran wa tayyiban mubarakan fi. Wa salawatullahi wa salamuhu ala nabiyyina al-amin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Ummat al-Islam with this new school year, I'm asking the community, inshallah, 
to not allow that negative, destructive will that goes and it continues to rotate in our lives. And that is the will of not knowing what your child is doing academically as a father, as a mother. I would encourage every father here to be more engaged, inshallah, as it relates to the education of your children and not leave these issues just up to our wives. They're the ones who take him to school. They're the ones who pick him up. They're the ones who interface with the authorities at the school. The father has to be a part of that. Lastly, every father who's not married to his baby's mama, you're not married to your children's mother anymore. You can't be a deadbeat dad and you're just off of the playing field. Even if you're not working, even if you don't have money, you can help. Ask how you can help. Ask your ex. Ask her, her husband. Ask your children. As for you, just wiped your hands like this and no one's dealing with your children. Everybody but you dealing with your children. No. And I'm not saying that to put anybody down. That is a reminder. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for the fathers and the mothers of this community to take control of the responsibility of our kids. We ask Allah ta'ala to give our kids insight, the wherewithal to understand the important opportunity of education. Once again, we ask Allah to help the Muslims of Afghanistan. 40 years of drama. 40 years. Over a million people killed. 40 years. We ask Allah to put inside of the people ruling that place right now a mu'jizah for this community. Make them a sign that if we change the way we are, if we believe correctly, we do the things right way, no matter who comes to get, come together against us, if Allah is with you, Allah is going to give you success. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.